I'm sorry about that, guys. It was just, man, this song. What's going on, Mo fam? What's going on? Definitely got to do the roll call. My dogs all hold up. Let me put, you see, I got different pictures. I shouldn't put Poison Ivy up like that. Let me, let me do it right. Because we're going to start it off right. What's going on? Joe, my man Joe in the house. Yes, the t-shirt, man. Everybody who is part of the video game debate show will be getting one of these t-shirts. So you just be a part of the show and you will get one of these. That's what I'm, I'm making many, many of these. I want hats. I want shirts. I want cups. Can we do this? Okay, nonetheless, shout out to my people. Let me pull me back on big screen because before I jump into the show, I'm so excited. Another Sunday. Can we get my camera straight? Can we get my camera? I can't can't do myself like that. Sound check. Sound check. How do I sound? Sound good? Sound good. Okay, I got the chat up here. Shane, what is going on, Shane? Paul. My man Paul in the house, man. Came a long way. My man doing the thing. My man, JR, the Birdman, JR, brr, brr, the Birdman, JR, what's going on? Dead specimen, oh man, not dead specimen, not dead specimen, oh my God. This show is ruined, the show's over, guys. Let's go back home, dead specimen's in the chat. I think everybody needs to leave. So, I wanna go ahead and get into the show, but first, I wanna thank everybody for tuning in. We have grown, I just wanna give you guys your kudos first. I'm gonna jump right into the show, but you guys have killed it, Facebook page. My man Joe has been holding it down as well, but you guys, that's continued to grow. We're getting close to a thousand on that. Um, the podcast downloads, um, we're gonna be doing 1500 podcast downloads soon. You see, I just put one up for a thousand, okay? Um, shall I go on? Uh, YouTube, we're gonna be at 2,700 subscribers soon. Shall I go on? Okay, you guys have been doing this, so I just got to give you guys your kudos first. Um, many people I didn't shout out last time, man. I was catching people, you know, last time I was at the wedding. Uh, I think I shout out my man Quill, Quill Bill, uh, my man Ken, shout out Ken, D, uh, Demo. Uh, I got all types of names, man. I'm going to forget everybody. A uh, shout out my, oh, I forgot this. Now, you see this right <laughs> I have a very strange family, guys. Okay, don't don't judge me. But this is from my 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 auntie right here. Good old auntie. Love you. Cedar Creek. Do I got it on there? Is it focused? Cedar Creek, 21 plus. Okay. Good old auntie. Now you see that. 21 or older. She hit me with that. Okay. I ain't even get to try one of these, but 21.15%. I think I tried one of these. I, I don't know. Who, who knows? You know what I mean? But thank you, auntie, for that. It's Cedar Creek Cannabis. Cedar Creek, I need I need something for this. Y'all need to give me some affiliate links or something. I could be hooking y'all up right now. Do you know people watch this in the UK too? You could be taking these orders. Cedar Creek Cannabis. Very good. It looks good. And <laughs> Thank you, auntie. Thank you, auntie. So let's go ahead and get on to the show, guys. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I think I got the roll call. got everybody out the way. Um, you you see what's in the background. Everybody in the podcast, you can go ahead and look at the topic list, and you can see what we're talking about as we go along. But as always, you can come view the show on YouTube, Facebook. You could be doing it live. We do it Sunday. Okay, I try to get six, but I got so much. I got to put stuff up. I got the edits. I got, you know, a lot going on. But we're just going to start it off with the ignorance. I had to start it off with this because I could not believe what I heard. And yes, it is true. We get dumb and dumber as we go on. The amounts of money that gets spent on things, endless. I mean, we've seen the trading cards. 
okay? The GPUs, everything else. But finally, I think I have seen the epitome of everything, of what we have come to. <laughs> Somebody, okay? And I gotta get this off. Somebody spent $100,000 on a chicken nugget that's shaped like an Among Us crewmate. Not making this up. If you are listening right now, I will repeat that because I know you're probably thinking you heard me wrong. They spent $100,000 on an Among Us shaped chicken nugget. I got to pull this up because I don't think nobody's going to believe me. I, I know how it goes. You know, <laughs> you, nobody's going to do that. Nick. That's the dumbest thing ever. $100,000 on a chicken nugget. Now, granted, McDonald's, you can probably leave the food out forever. It lasts like decades, right? So I, I don't think that's an issue. It'll, it'll definitely hold up its shape. Uh, but let's go ahead and pull this up. I got to pull this up. And articles I got all over the place. But we're just going to go ahead and start with Polygon, Polygon. Bam! A McDonald's chicken nugget shaped like crewmate from the Hit Mafia style game Among Us was listed on eBay on Friday. The bidding is still going at the time of publication, but people are currently offering over 34000 Now, this is before the final price. And look what was going on, okay? So people was like, yeah, you know, it's going up there. It's 34000 you know? 34000 is not that much. We've seen stuff, you know, go for uh, a lot more that was dumber, but nope, it got worse. Got a lot worse. A very sus chicken nugget shaped like an Among Us crewmate sells for $99,997. Paul, one thing you told me is I should have made an NFT of that Bowser song. I might just need to make an NFT at that because if this makes a hundred thousand, I think, um, King Koopa and, you know, Mario getting this bitch and all. I mean, I, I know it's kind of weird. You got to listen to the song. But nonetheless, that would have sold for about this much because that song is gold. This is gold as well. So as you can see here, the chicken nugget. Man, look at that chicken nugget. It does look very, very similar like an Among Us character. Now, you guys are probably looking at the background if you're looking live and you can see a chicken nugget with the. I could just literally put the square on that chicken nugget. It is perfect like an Among Us character. A hundred thousand. Hell no. But I'm sure the guy was fully loaded and he bought it. OK, so the little the little nugget started off from humble beginnings listed for a respectable 99 cents. So imagine the dude, right? Or whoever puts it up, you put it up there. You say 99 cents. We I don't know if you guys done the eBay game. I have. You typically have items that you're really just going to give away. You just kind of want to see what's going to happen. You might not even some people put reserve price, which means it has to hit a certain price point before you sell it. Uh, there's a lot of different things that go on. But items like this, you just put up there and you go, what the hell? I, I just want to see where it goes. So, you know, you, you put it up there and you go, oh, I'm at $20, man, $50 for a nugget. Now, first of all, this came from a BTS meal. I think we got to say that because BTS, man, one hell of a group. Don't even listen to them. Uh, my daughter does, but they'll. They're worldwide, they're world known, and this is a BTS chicken nugget. So it ain't just regular chicken nugget. This is a damn BTS chicken nugget, okay? Then it says, but then two days after it was first listed, somebody placed, at the time, an astonishingly high $14,869 first bid on the nugget, and things escalated from there. So somebody bid 14000 Who was the one that did that? What if it was the person that posted it? Damn, that would have been nice. That would have been smart. 
I can't lie. Okay, but you see right there, bam, the seller, uh, Polizna or whatever, congratulations, you're $100,000 richer off probably a damn $5 Happy Meal. It's a damn shame what we come to, but hey, you know what? I just had to get that off my chest first because, you know, Among Us, you know, Chicken Nugget, $100,000. I think you got to get the stupid shit out the way, okay? So, now that we got that out the way, let's move right on to injustice, all right? And this is specifically... Uh, injustice to recently had a pride po uh, promo and a lot of people it's pride month okay and i don't know some people celebrate some people don't but pride month okay is celebrated by many and injustice 2 was no different they said hey we're gonna do this promo and this promo is going to represent Pride Month and everything it stands for. We're going to make sure to make everybody who enjoys Pride Month happy. Well, guess what they did? So, there is Poison Ivy. And yes, people who are listening, you probably know a little bit about Poison Ivy. You know, you probably watch a couple Batman episodes. Me too. I watch Batman. Batman is the stuff. Okay. But I will tell you. Poison Ivy is one of those characters that you look at and you don't really know. Very uh, mysterious, okay, but lovely looking plant woman. Well, I found out recently that Poison Ivy is one of the bisexual characters of the universe. Did not know that, okay? So I'm gonna take a sip to that. Shout out to Poison Ivy, bisexuals, go, 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 okay? Mm. Yo, this is crazy strong, man. I'm scared to drink that. I'm scared to finish this show, continue drinking it. I'm I'm so serious. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't make that. You guys know my bartender handles my drinks and wow. Wow. Okay. So anyways, I will just say they made a huge mistake here in how they want to represent Pride Month. Some things you want to do for Pride Month, and I'll just give you some suggestions, okay, of things I would do. If I was, you know, hey. Nick, you're a developer, director, producer, you're everything, man. What do we do for this video game to show our appreciation of Pride Month? Hmm, maybe we can give a classic costume of Poison Ivy in a comic book series where she was playing that bisexual character. Maybe that's a special costume we could have. Okay, that's a way to represent that. That would be a way to show appreciation. What they decided to do was wow. They said, our promotion is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Guess what we're doing? You have to beat the holy shit out of Poison Ivy a total of 500,000 times for the max. And you not only beat the holy shit out of her, the harder you beat her, the harder you punch her, the more points you're going to get. And if you guys collaboratively do it, if we can get everybody in the world to collaboratively beat, just beat Poison Ivy's ass, then you guys are going to get a special prize. I don't think that was how you represent it. And yes, I'm not joking, okay? They really had a promotion to where you would beat Poison Ivy, the character in the video game, okay? Injustice 2, it is a fighting game, okay? I will say that. I don't know if we're being too sensitive right now. I don't know. But Injustice 2, okay, is a solid fighting game. I will not disrespect my fighting game series. Fighting game love. I'm a fight... Only one game that can be fighting games, and that's Call of Duty. It beats everything. Call of Duty just beats every game ever made. Other than that, okay, fighting games is where it's at. 
So in Justice 2, I respect what you were doing. I respect what you were trying to go. You, you wanted to introduce people to continue playing your game. And you figured if people continue whooping Poison Ivy's ass, then that would cause more replayability in your game. I get it. But you were whipping Poison Ivy, who is a bisexual character that you're supposed to be appreciating during Pride Month. Do you get how that's kind of weird? Now, what happens is we get these people that work in these damn places. I'm telling you, they work in these places. Trust me. They do not play games. These people who work in there, they're, they're probably not celebrating Pride Month. So they really don't understand. I've been there. Okay, I can understand that. They don't understand the, what really goes on. So they come up with these promotions. And these promotions are not in the best interest of everyone during Pride Month. So I would just say shout out to Poison Ivy. Okay, and I think what you guys should have done, okay, for Injustice 2 is just shown some other way to show appreciation, but not whooping the character's ass. Now, from what I remember, I think Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy had some sort of, you know, got it on. I don't know about that. I don't read those stories. I'm not a DC guy. Shoot me down. Okay, I'm more of a Marvel guy, not really a DC guy. I do know all the characters, know a little bit of the backstory, but not into the whole, you know, but supposedly they got it on. Okay, so I, you know, this this was a big thing for everyone celebrating Pride Month who plays Injustice 2, thinking they're going to get something great. And of course, uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead. I think we got an official report here. I'm going to see what I got because I know I, I'm sure I could find hundreds of articles about Injustice 2 and, you know, how bad they were. Oh, what? There's one right there. No, let's not do that one. That one's not that, you know, I need one that's really going to do it. Okay, Injustice 2. Bingo. There we go. Bam! I gotta pull this up, because I, I don't think no one's going to really believe how bad they messed up. So I want to go ahead and actually pull what they said. I don't want to pull what I said. I want to pull directly from the mouse. So when I say stuff, my stuff gets taken down. My page, you know, I, I've been through it. Everybody knows I've been through it. Stuff gets taken down. So I want to I want to say exactly what they said. So let's pull it up. I'm going to pull it up on screen here. Okay. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. It's right. Bingo. Here we go. So what they said about this. Now, I just want you to see this image. Poison Ivy is taken down 175,000 times. They're not done. Okay. They wanted her to be taken down 500,000. But so far, 175,000. They said, we recognize associating our latest global challenge with pride was insensitive and inappropriate. The developer said, sporting a rainbow flag Twitter profile photo in a tweet Thursday. So they went ahead and changed and supported the rainbow flag and said, hey, we screwed up. Real life violence against the LGBTQIA plus community and women within that community in particular is all too common. And we should actively engage in efforts to end LGBTQIA plus violence, not normalize it. We apologize to the greater community but especially LGBTQIA plus members, we are committed uh, committed to listening and doing better, okay? They screwed up. They at least admitted they screwed up. They weren't sensitive about it. They didn't really care. They didn't care about feelings. They just did it, okay? They did it and they make mistakes. And I could say this, this is one that I could see where they were going with it. And I don't think being that this is a fighting game, I don't really think that they were just encouraging but I could see how that could be taken. All right. You know, hell, how would I feel if it was just, you know, oh, 
To celebrate Black History Month, you whoop Kuta Kente's ass for seven minutes straight. And the more people who whoop Kuta Kente's ass, hey, I would probably feel away. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know the whole backstory. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I might, it might be a, re but no. You're whooping Kuta Kente's ass, and I'm like, Kuta Kente roots, uh, yeah, you might want to reconsider that. So, I, you know, more power to him. Just got to shout out to that. So, anyways, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. And we running through, because I want to get to calls fast. I got so many things to talk about. And you see, all the way down to the bottom, I got, oh, we hot today. We hot. All right, and I, I think I need to change my background because always I need to change my background for this one. Oh, look at that. What game is that? Hmm, that game is Resident Evil 4. Do you know what happened with Resident Evil 4? Well, they had a logo, a beautiful logo. Do you guys remember that 4 on there? I remember that. That logo was so cool. It looked nice. It had Resident Evil, then it had the 4. It looked like some little glass was breaking. Oh, it was a great logo. Somebody else made it. And they're being sued. Damn you, Capcom. Man, all you had to do, Capcom, was give people their respects. Let's go ahead and pull it up. <laughs> I love this damn shit. I love it. I love when drama happens, guys. I'm sorry. I just love this mess. I love all the crap that goes on. I'm just one of those guys. Capcom facing $12 million lawsuit for allegedly using artist photos without permission. Okay, so I want you guys to look now. First, we got to get the designer, Judy A. Jurasek. Okay, we got to give you your props because that is beautiful. Your artwork is gorgeous. Just the fine details and the glass breaking every single thing. It is gorgeous. So, Judy, hold up. Do I got the bombs working? Do I got the bombs working? Oh, my goodness. I got the headphones too close to the mic. We might got a double bomb right there. My friend. But, Judy, I had to give you a bomb right there. Okay, that was that was nice. Okay, but as you can see, I'm not going to go too far into reading the article. Like I said, I want to get through these real quick. But you do see here on the left, the Surfaces original. All right. So I guess this is the original image that Judy says she created. Okay. Now, as you see to the right, used by Capcom, Resident Evil 4. And you can look right there and you see where she puts. And I can't zoom in right here. I can't actually. I hope it just don't, you know, get all screwed up. Let's see how far we can zoom in. Okay. Now, I think it says, note, duplication of reflections and glass breaks between G079 and Resident Evil 4 logo. So if you look actually at her image where the glass breaks, you can see that glass break between the four on the Resident Evil logo is damn near identical to how her glass looks. And you can't fake that. That glass is so detailed that I don't even think they stand a chance. Now, I, you know, I, I know there's different laws with artwork, like you can give, like you can do representation type work, like you're representing a certain, you know, it's all different types of things. I'm not into the laws of art or illustration, but I will say Capcom will probably have some defense like that, that it is not a direct image. But they got one hell of a case. Now, as you scroll down and you see, if you go to ResidentEvil.com slash 4 slash US right now, you will actually see that same number 4 still there. That image still being used currently on the website that Judy is stating is hers. So I don't know how long that image is going to be up. I expect Capcom to take the image down, at least off the website. You can't change it from all your games and everything that's out. It is what it is. But if you think about the amount 
up. But well, let me ask this. Is $12 million okay? That's what I need to ask. Do you think Judy is entitled to $12 million? Let's ask. Let's be honest. Do you think? I'm going to ask again. Judy is entitled. Now, I know lawsuits. You ask for a lot of money. But is $12 million reasonable for Judy at this point? I'm going to tell you what I think. I think Judy is right. <laughs> I mean, 12 million, I think might be right on the money. I don't even think Judy's asking for crazy money. What if that logo has been sold? Hmm, how many times? How many games have they already sold with that logo on it? I mean, the website, how many other things have you put it on? Have you sold that logo to anyone else to use? I mean, woo-wee. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I want you to know, Judy is also suing, and she is charging. This is similar to Nintendo. Nintendo knows all about this one. $2,500 to $25,000 for each infringement. Mm. Drop another. No, I ain't going to give Judy. Judy, I'm going to give you some else. What else I got? I'm going to give you a couple jumps, Judy. A couple jumps, Judy. Because that's just crazy. That's just crazy, man. Like, they sold so many of those already. Just if you did 2500 But imagine going up to $25,000. 12 million might not be a lot. Judy might be right be on point. I know Capcom, though. They got the money. It's going to be one hell of a fight. I don't know if we're going to see the end of this one. It will end before Epic and Apple. I'm telling you, that probably will end. We'll have gray hairs before that end. Okay, Fortnite will probably be back out. Everybody be playing it. They'll still be in the court or something like that. But everything's getting aired out in that court case. Holy damn. Everybody getting Microsoft getting aired out. Sony getting aired out. Everybody. It's all on the table. This court case is really breaking a lot. But shout out to Judy because, Judy, this is looking like your artwork. I'm not going to front. It looks just like your artwork. Now, like I mentioned her legal reps are asking for $12 million in damages for copyright infringement and $2,500 to $25,000 for each photograph used. Man, man, man. Capcom, time to cough up the dough. Okay, but I just had to get that out. Shout out to Judy. You know, Judy, uh, beautiful artwork, though. I will say that image is gorgeous. I ain't going to take nothing away. I love the way the glass and the details are. That's the type of artwork that makes me, you know, whoo, I need to hire you. Okay. All right, so now we're going to go on to the next one. Now, I didn't even really get anything specific uh, for this, but I got to ask this because this is something that's debated and talked about commonly amongst us all. And I want to go ahead and talk about it because I kept hearing it and I want to address it. I'm hearing mixed reviews about Switch Pro, guys. I'm hearing mixed reviews from people. I'm hearing one half of people saying this is going to be the best thing ever. I can't wait for Switch Pro to drop. I'm grabbing it. It's going to take over. And I'm hearing another group that's saying the Switch Pro will be outdated the moment it is released. And that's major. I don't know where to fall on that. Okay, I don't know where to fall. My man Joshua Drake, shout out to you. I see Joe out there. 200 bucks is a good... Yeah, you are right on that last one. That's doing But... I will never know gaming. What's up? Yo, y'all dropping in, man. Shout out to you. I got to drop bombs for all y'all, man. Drop bombs for all y'all. Everybody needs something. Y'all got to bomb. I can't do bombs all day. I can't do bombs all day. Now, I will say this is something I want to talk about because I do think, and whatever the hell his name, I don't know what it's going to be named. Maybe his name is Switch Pro. Maybe his name is Super Switch XL Double X. You know, I don't know. 
I don't really care. Because right now, what we want to address is, is the Switch Pro going to be outdated from day one? That is a tough question. That is a question I had to ask myself multiple times. And when thinking about it, the first thing I said is, hell no. Hell no, it ain't going to be outdated. What are you, crazy? Look what it holds. It's pretty powerful. It's not outdated. Then I got to thinking, you know, Switch Pro, technically like a mobile device, right? It got a dock and everything. It's supposed to be, but uh, be honest. It seems to push that mobile edge, right? There's a lot of other mobile gaming devices that are more powerful. Okay, so I can't really say it's the most powerful. There are other gaming devices that are equivalent. And they might not play those Nintendo Switch games, but, you know, you can play a lot of different emulators. There might be, you know, you can go to Steam Store, all types of stuff you can play. So that might change somebody who's like, hey, I just want a handheld. I think Switch Pro, to be honest, hardware-wise, y'all kill me for this. Don't, hold up, hold up. Let me cover myself first. I don't want y'all to punch me, man, okay? Because I'm going to swing back, but I'm going to just cover myself first. I think Switch Pro will be outdated from day one it released hardware-wise. It's going to be outdated. <laughs> Yo, hardware-wise, it's going to be outdated. I'm going to keep it 100, man. I'm, I'm not even going to lie, but we're talking about hardware. Just hardware, okay? Mm. Yo, that tastes like I'm drinking straight liquor. It's a big cup, too. Like, I don't even see, you know. I, I can't even show it because I got too much. But I think it will be outdated from day one it will be released. But I will say, I do not think software-wise they will have any issues. I think when E3 comes, they will push software 100%. Everybody's talking about the Switch Pro, the Switch Pro, the Switch Pro. I don't even think Switch Pro is going to be a huge focus. If it is, they'll prove me wrong. Okay, but we're hearing rumors, rumors, rumors. So I think there will be an announcement. But to be honest, they can make one small announcement and please everybody with the Switch Pro. Just let us know the date is going to be released. Done. That's that can literally take 10 minutes. You come out there. Hey, this is what it is. This is what it's got. This is what's going to be released. This is what's going to be cost. I'll at you. And you're done. Now you're on to something else. I think Nintendo's going to capitalize on what they've been capitalizing on from day one, and it's their first-party titles. There was one thing 50 Cent said, and everybody, quote the great 50 Cent on this. And, I, you know, much as I'm not, I'm not a huge 50 Cent fan, to be honest, okay? Music decent. I like his music. It's decent. But 50 Cent said one thing after he released his first album. I believe it went so many platinum. You know, the whole Slim Shady went platinum. The whole, you know, they did the thing. 50 Cent said, my next album, I could have sold a double disc. Both of the discs could have been blank. And I'd still go platinum. That is how Nintendo first party games are. I don't care if the game is dull. I don't care if it's flat. I don't care if it sucks. I don't care. They could literally make money off of it. But the benefit is Nintendo doesn't do that. They don't take those first-party franchises and treat them like crap. They treat them very respectfully. Okay, very respectfully. So I can't really say, you know, it's like they're giving you the blank disc. Like 50 Cent said, they're not giving you the blank disc. They're giving you quality games. Like Nintendo games, 
gonna tell you one thing Nintendo has, and y'all know my Microsoft fanboyism takes over everything. I damn near want to start talking about Microsoft right now, just because I said Microsoft. But I'm gonna stay on Nintendo. One thing Nintendo has over everything is innovation. Innovation is something that people underestimate, man. People don't understand. Innovation could make something with 2D graphics beat everything. That's the point of innovation. People want something that everyone could play. That's why the Wii became such a big hit. The innovation behind the Wiimotes and moving them and getting active. There were a lot of people who considered games to be non-active, period. Let's be honest. For the longest until the Wii came along, games were non-active. You can talk about all the, the track pads that you run on, your power gloves, and anything else you swing. I'm sorry. Nothing made people want to move like the Wii. I watched Senior Citizens Box in my living room. This is a real story. I watched it on the Wii, full out going at it, falling and everything, okay? They would have never done that with a video game controller. So innovation is important. It's one of the most important things. It's the thing that Nintendo focuses on over power. So if anyone is thinking Nintendo's going to come out with the system and it's trying to be technically, um, you know, savvy with all the rest of the systems that are out current gen it will not do that i don't think it ever has done that since i mean the wii the last system i remember being in the the conversation of even power is nintendo 64 sony playstation that was me you can talk about gamecube we can go on with gamecube i forgot my bad don't shoot me don't shoot me okay gamecube but once we start getting to the wii it wasn't about power it was more about innovation the wii u i loved a lot of people slept on the wii u i will tell you the wii u is one of the most underrated systems people didn't really get a chance to really experience it because you know they they kind of swept that shit quick <laughs> hey let's get this out of here switch where you at you know 3ds we need you come on sell some more uh but they really capture something with that you know, it was kind of like on the go, but not on the go. Because I was taking that pad and I was sitting on my toilet. And I was, bloop, 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 bam, and I was playing. And innovation is what wins. So, while everyone else focuses on power, Nintendo will focus on innovation. Their software is always top-notch. I mean, how many Mario games can I tell you are classic masterpieces there are multiple mario games that are classic masterpieces there's a lot of franchises can't do that okay i mean i can go mortal kombat and i can give you some bad ones i mean do you guys remember that mortal kombat anthology or whatever it was you remember the sub-zero one wasn't there a sonya blade and luke hang one the, the special com the sp oh my gosh terrible stuff okay it's always been but mario they have had their fair share of bad ones i won't say everyone is good but when it comes to their solid ones, they have been good for it. Mario 64 still still holds today. If I give that to my daughter right now, she will play it and enjoy herself for a long time. She still looks at the world in awe. And you can look at the graphics and say, oh, the graphics are crap. They're nothing like the graphics today. But she looks at them and she sees different. She sees an ocean. She sees it. She doesn't worry about, oh, the waves look more realistic. Roblox graphics are great to her because it's about the game, the innovation. So I will say to everybody, wait till E3 drop.
okay when e3 we will go ahead and see what nintendo's talking about will nintendo steal the show is the question okay because i think my lovely company microsoft is going to announce some beautiful acquisition that they got because bethesda you know we we already they've been in the bed doing the thing okay they probably gonna have some babies popping out left and right so they're gonna have another acquisition you know they got to turn up so now they're probably going to announce another acquisition. That was a rumor, okay? I'm just saying that. That was a rumor. They do announce another big acquisition. Oh, my goodness. I'm Microsoft. I love you. But Nintendo has a chance to steal the show. I mean, this is Nintendo's. All the flames are going to this Switch Pro. And we're talking about a lot of the games that are coming out soon. Sony does have a lot to talk about. And as much as I hate Joe, shout out, Joe. Because my man Joe loves Sony. And I'm going to just go ahead and tell you this. Sony is going to talk about God of War. And what's the other game? Um, oh, gosh. I can't think of it. Um, Hands or something. I don't know. They got some other game. You know, I'm not big on Sony games. But they got those two games. They're going to get pushed back. One's going to be released at the end of 2021. I think God of War is going to be released in 2022. And God of War, I'm, trust me, they're going to take time on that. They're not even going to play around. I think that's going to be a smash hit, but it's coming out 2022. And every time you take time on one title, Microsoft throws 50. Oh, God. But Switch Pro will be the mobile uh, platform to go. I think that's what they're going for, just to be the mobile choice. You can dock it. You can play it and make it similar to, you know, that that more powerful console at home if you want to with the 4K and everything like that. But I think it's mainly for, you know, on-the-go gaming. And I think it's perfect for that. So... Nonetheless, bam, got through that. Yo, I'm killing it today. Yo, hold up. I just got through four subjects in perfect timing. Now, my whole point is I'm supposed to take calls from you guys for an hour, and I'm supposed to go through subjects for an hour. That's how I broke the time down. And every time, I don't ever get through everything, guys. I, I never do. And I finally got through four subjects in that time. Man, I'm cooking today, man. I'm cooking. Okay, so let's go on. Now, this one I want to talk about because... um. You know, Nintendo and me go way back. Okay, we go back, way back, way, way back. Okay, and I, I, we do go back to, the, you know, the original NES. Um, but Nintendo lately has been crazy, man. They've been wilding. They've been wilding. They already been, you know, coming after everybody. Hey, Team Executor, you want to sell the chips? We're going to come lock y'all up. We're going to get y'all. Hey, free, free Gary Bowser. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag free Gary. Because I ain't even trying to see none of that. None of them people locked up. Everybody, we was in there. Everybody was using it too. Everybody who wasn't using uh, SXOS. Okay, I'm using Atmosphere. I don't want to hear that. Okay, you was enjoying uh, using Team Executor stuff on the slide. Okay, don't, don't front. On the slide, you would throw it in when you needed to. But then you would say, I don't use it. Just be honest, okay? Give them props. I give Atmosphere their props. Give them the props. But they went through that. Then next thing you know, whoever installs the damn mod chip, you're, you're getting taken down. Whoever sells the RCM loader, you're getting taken down. Oh, where else? Where else do we go? Hey, Nick, you got a video up installing that? Ah, pimp slap. You're done, Nick. It's over with. That's what happened. That's what they did. Mario was coming over every day, man. Me and Mario was kicking. I used to play 2K with Mario. I whoop him every time and then mario won one time man he was talking crazy i let him out the house and next thing you know videos and everything start getting taken down so mario don't play with 2k that's one thing i can say for sure but nintendo wins another lawsuit aren't we getting tired of this man does nintendo ever lose in court they don't lose when they, if i tried to appeal my video it stopped immediately they don't you don't ever win Okay, Nintendo got ninjas in the streets for real. This is crazy. What sounds do I got? This is, that's, 
Nintendo Ninjas is in the streets for real. Man, this is crazy. I'm, I can't live like this, man. I can't live like this. I'm not going to do it. But let's go ahead and pull up the article. I got a couple different ones, okay? So we're going to pull up one. I'm zoomed in, too. I can't be zoomed in all the way. Can I Can I can zoom out a little bit? Okay, can I zoom out? I can't do that. Okay, here we go. There we go. Okay, back to 100. Okay. Nintendo wins $2.1 million in lawsuit against ROM website. Now, my man Joe posted an article as well. I think it's from Ars Technica. Okay, so shout out Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Life and Ars Technica. Uh, but they put up articles talking about this, man. And this ROM website, I would say everyone probably listening right now. Okay, let me take a sip of the so uh, extra spicy, extra saucy. Yo, that's too spicy, man. That ain't even just, why do I keep drinking it? So, this ROM website, okay, literally has $2.1 million they have to pay. Like, I don't think people get how much $2.1 million is. Um, my man Tom Diltz, shout out my man Tom Diltz Jr., you know, my man from uberchips.com. Um, you know, and I don't think Tom Dills, I don't think nothing he was doing. He, he had any knowing of anything, what was really happening. And he got hit with all this stuff. And next thing you know, Tom Dills, we need you to pay two mil, man. Two million dollars. Yo, you can take some people's family, put them all together, tie their damn revenues together. And they don't even add up to two million. It's crazy. So this ROM website faces $2.1 million dollars in a lawsuit for Nintendo. Now, the site's operator, Matthew Storman, defended himself in court and argued that the website wasn't breaking any laws. He also said he had never uploaded any content despite stating the opposite in a previous deposition. <laughs> you need to watch what you put in there, sir. Uh, but the site was eventually taken offline and last week, U.S. District Court Judge Consuelo Marshall ordered Storman to pay Nintendo $2.1 million in damages. Nintendo previously requested $15 million in damages, but felt this amount was sufficient. Now, considering defendants' willful infringement, the court finds 35,000 statutory damages for each infringed copyright would compensate plaintiff for its lost revenue and deter defendant who is currently unemployed and has already shut down the website. They made sure he says he's currently unemployed. So it's, you know, it's, it's common for them to think that you know, this goes for anybody that was, if you were a drug dealer, okay, the court is going, you're going to have an eye on you if you're unemployed, because the first thing they're going to think is how you're getting your money. You sold drugs before, which you don't fill out a, <laughs> you don't fill out a W-2 for sale drugs is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Same thing here. So I really think that they need to just pay this 2.1 mil and roll on, man. When you get with Nintendo, don't even mess with them. That's why when it comes to Nintendo, I don't even play, but let's continue. Judge Marshall decided against giving Storman a permanent injunction as Nintendo was unable to show that it had suffered irreparable harm. The website's closure also means there are no imminent threats. You can read the full events of this case over on Torrent Freak, okay? And it's crazy that it would say that Nintendo can't even show that this really harmed them and they still got 2.1 million. Yo, that's... That shows you the court of law, man. I want to tell something, and I don't want to dig too much in this whole, you know, the court of law thing. Oh, Nick knows it all. He's the lawyer, man. Oh, no, I don't know it all. Not a lawyer. Never took in a law class, anything like that. But I do know that 
they always want to settle cases in our court system. To settle cases is what they want to do. They want to settle as many cases as fast as possible. If they can plea out cases, plea out cases, settle out of court, settle out of court. That's what they want to do. Because if everybody went to court for everything, you would have to shut the system down. The government would not have enough money to pay for every court case. That I know. Okay, that much I know. I don't got to know everything, but I know that. So it don't surprise me that a lot of times these rulings seem to come out to just say, ah, you go and, you know, our whole thing, if my argument is I'm being harmed, if I can't prove I'm being harmed, what, where do we go? That's crazy to me. That's like, yo, I've been assaulted. Can you prove you've been assaulted? Nah. Well, we gonna charge them anyway. You know, that's, that's crazy. It, it's just, I don't understand that, man. So maybe, you know, Somebody got to explain that to me. But anyway, Nintendo sues the website. I don't know the name of the website. I don't even want to shout them out like that because I hate to shout out people in the website. So I already said the man's name, Matthew Storman. You know, he's on there. I can put his name. His name is in the article. Not going to go on to the website or anything. I think, uh, you know, it's ROM something. Okay, I'm sure. Probably ROM, you know, ROM Super, ROM Disc, ROM, ROM Universe. There we go. I put it out anyway. I don't give a damn. All right, next. All right, so... Uh, oh my goodness, do I really got to talk about this, man? Oh God. Why did I even put this in the category? Oh gosh. You know what? I got to get an image for this. Let me find an image. Let's see if this works. Does this work, guys? Oh my goodness. You guys see it. Oh my God. Why do I even talk about this stuff, man? Why do they do this to me? I like juicy stuff. You know what? I'm a guy that loves reality tv uh, yes i'm one of those dudes i love watching other people's drama it's it's sad it's a sad sad love of mine i love to watch it when it's my own drama it's not funny okay but might be a week later i might laugh that's how it goes but some things i don't like to relive some things I want to bury. Some things I never want to think of again. Like there was a time in middle school where I slipped and I bust my ass in front of the entire eighth grade class. It was the most embarrassing thing. I not only bust my ass, if you guys play basketball, you know how you get fouled and you like slide all the way back. I slid from one end of the hall all the way to the end as people were laughing. Most embarrassing thing. I don't want to relive that. This is what's happening right now with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, for those who don't know, for all my youngins out there, this is a classic movie, Super Mario Brothers. I want to tell you, it was a crappy movie. Let's start there. It was terrible. It was boo-boo. It was the worst of the worst of movies. I mean, um, Bowser doesn't look like Bowser. You know, uh, Mario and Luigi, what the hell's going on? I don't even understand the plot. I mean, okay, you're getting, uh, who's, what? Nonetheless. I'm just going to go ahead and cut to the article. Shout out Polygon. So, an extended cut of the live action adaptation of Super Mario Brothers was released this morning on the Internet Archive, courtesy of the Super Mario Brothers movie archive team. 
starring Bob Hoskins, which Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, everybody should know Who Framed Roger Rabbit. If you have not seen that, go watch that. That movie, to me, still holds up. Classic movie. Um, still has some of the adult humor with the, you know, kid character. Beautiful. Beautifully done. Uh, and John Leguizamo from Carlito's Way. Funny comedian, too. Seen a lot of his stand-ups. Uh, the movie follows two Brooklyn plumbers, uh, plumbers Mario and Luigi, who uh, attempt to rescue a mysterious princess, Samantha Mathis, from a vicious dictator named King Koopa, who was played by Dennis Hopper, after getting accidentally transported to another dimension. All right. So, dubbed the Mortal Jankle Cut, this new version of the film includes over 20 minutes of additional scenes pulled from VHS sources by filmmaker and restorationist Garrett Giltris, or Gilchrist, excuse me. It includes never-before-seen footage of a cut subplot of the Mario Brothers clashing with a rival plumbing company that has connections to the Mafia. King Koopa murdering an underlying, uh, uh, underling by de-evolving him into slime. A scene of supporting characters Iggy and Spike rapping about the overthrow of King Cooper's tyrannical regime. And a lot more. And you can see Trust of Fungus. You see some of the things there. And I can go on and on. Now, the film was originally released in 1993. So, again, if you guys have not seen the movie, um, you guys can go ahead to the Internet Archive. You can just simply Google Super Mario Brothers Movie Internet Archive. It is there. You can watch it with the extended 20 minutes. Some people who are retro gamers who love this type of stuff are going to go watch it. You're just going to go watch it because it's Super Mario Brothers. I need to see the extra 20 minutes. And I'm going to be honest. I'm one of those fanboys that kind of just want to watch it. I kind of just want to see it just because I want to see the 20 minutes. But I could see if my daughter like it. Let me put my five-year-old daughter in front of this and see how she feel. I don't know. This look a little creepy. But anyways, shout out to them for restoring this. I'm not against more. I can't be one of those dudes. You know, some people are against adding to things, even though this is a terrible movie, even though the movie is ass baskets, even though it's glad bag, trash bag, horrible, dumpster juice, booty, hot dog, water, crusty toe jam, ass crack. I said ass crack already. Bunch of stuff. Okay. It's a terrible movie. But I do think that you should watch this with the additional 20 minutes if you are a fanboy of Super Mario series. Or if you've never seen the movie. It was released in 93, so get ready for some bad, you know, bad acting. Okay, because the acting wasn't that good either. Okay, plot wasn't that good either. Uh, nothing. Theme, plot, everything. It was a terrible movie. It got rated bad. It was one of the worst movies ever created for video game franchises. <laughs> Street Fighter up there with it. So, uh, you know, might not be one you might want to watch. But, yeah, I say watch it anyway. And, uh, okay, so let me go to the chat. I don't really go to the chat. I ain't got to pull it up in front of me. So let me go to a couple things. Oh, our Dino Shitfest movie. Totally correct. Yo, de uh, Dead Specimens. I see you in there. I got to watch out for you, man. They always ask for 2.1 million. That is true, man. Why does Nintendo always settle for the 2.1? It's like, you know what? I know we asked for $567 billion. We'll settle for 2.1 million. It's like, why? Why do you do that? I don't understand that. Okay. Joshua Drake. Yes, it will be compared to others. I agree. We're probably talking about Switch uh, Pro. I think it will be outdated compared to others as well. Okay. I just had to go check. I don't like leaving y'all out of there. Okay. So, bam. I'm making... Yo. I am killing it. I'm still a little bit over. But now the top five fighting game bosses of all time. This is where it's at, y'all. This is this is where we need to stop the show for. Okay. Do I got any sound? What sounds do I got? Let me see what sounds. What do I got? Do I got any more... Uh, 
Oh, no. Wow. I will not play that sound again. Whoa. Baby, I'm sorry. My wife sometimes watches. Baby, that sound was not actually supposed to even be there. I just got a bunch of sounds here. So, oh, damn. I don't want to shoot. I need something that I can't be slapping. I need a good. Damn, man. What the hell? Okay, y'all. We just going to do away with the sound. Can I stop? Okay, we done with the sound. I'll do a jump. There we go. Couple jumps. That'll work. So, I had to talk about this because it was debated by me and my homies, my home dogs, my skillets, my doggets, my road dogs, my boys. Okay, my compadres, my posse, my partners, my crew in crime, my, uh, my home skillets. I don't know. I'm trying to think of any word that home skillets. Wow, that was like so 70s. So, I got a list here, okay? And I want to go ahead and go over my top five game fighting bosses of all time. Now, guys, just know I am the only guy you should go to when it comes to things like this. I am the official official of everything. There's nobody else. It can take 100 people. You can put them together, come up with the list, but it doesn't matter because my list is already what most people think. And, you know, I, I throw in one random one that's really like, a, a you know, just a throw out there to see how you feel. Okay, to see how you feel. But... I want to talk about this because as we were debating, we were talking about what is the hardest boss that you ever fought in a fighting game, right? So I said, man, yo, that's tough. You know how many fighting games I played? Like, you're talking to me. Okay, I played every type of fighting game there is, man. Do you know how many crazy bosses there is? Like, I remember, you know, fighting, what was that, the Sentinel on X-Men Children of the Atom. Like, I just brought that up off the top. That I remember fighting them, and that was crazy. Or was it? No, you know what? It wasn't a Sentinel. It was Apocalypse. See, correcting myself. It was Apocalypse. You fought the Sentinel first, though. Okay, before you fought Apocalypse. But then you fought, uh, you know, Apocalypse, and that was difficult. But what? In the, you know, once you figure it out, it's not the toughest. So this was a tough list for me, and um, I had so many different ones I can add in there. There are so many different fighting games. Some people are fans of uh some fighting games versus others. But I want to go ahead and list my top five toughest fighting game bosses of all time. Drop the bomb. It's going down, okay? Take a sip of the extra spicy. And we're doing it from five all the way to one. I can't give you number one first. So let me take a sip. Oh, my God. Oh, so stupid. Okay. So, number five was a toss-up for me, okay? And what I want to do is go ahead and give my number five and then my runner-up afterwards because I think it's only right. Because that runner-up is, I don't want to feel disrespected. I know everybody's listening out here. They might be like, what are you talking about? How he ain't number one. Some people feel like this is number one. I'm thinking you're crazy. Nowhere near number one. But I will say for me, number five is Duro from Virtual Fighter. Mm, drop a bomb. We getting bombs all over. Yes. The reason I want to say Duro from Virtual Fighter is because multiple reasons. Now, a lot of people do not remember Duro. Can I pull up an image? Let me just see. I need to pull up images with this. Okay, because I can't even do y'all with this. I like having... Uh, let me get this up. Duro. Okay. There we go. We're just going to pull up images. A lot of people don't even remember Duro. So maybe I'll just pull up some images. I don't want to get too explicit because they might say I got pornos and stuff on here. Some of these images be graphic for Duro. No, I don't want. Now, look, that's YouTube videos and all that. Hold up. Work with me. Work with me. Okay. We're just going to pull it up on screen. 
This is all artwork from games, okay? So that's Doro. Doro looks like a metal character. Some people probably don't remember Doro, but Doro was only one of the characters that you fought during the end of the game, and you had to, I believe, win every round. I think you could not lose a round or you couldn't continue. It's one of the two. But that was the only way you fought Dural. You only got one chance, one round. No other chances. There is no repeats. There's no recontinue. You got to replay through the entire game and go through the entire uh, steps again to fight Dural. That, to me, what makes Dural number five. What you have to go through to get to Dural. And not only that, Dural is tough as hell. Tough as hell. And you only get one chance. And you don't get practice against Dural. Now, there was, you know, later on, Dural became a playable character. People learned the moveset. Dural does have a moveset that's very wide, like multiple characters. Um, so people then started learning Dural and, you know, probably got better at fighting Dural. But Dural, to me, is number five. Now, my runner-up, okay, I have to say here, is my man Geese Howard. I got to throw Geese Howard up here. And a lot of people who don't remember Geese Howard, I don't know how you don't remember Geese Howard. Geese Howard is a beast. Okay, beast. I was going to put Geese Howard number five. I didn't do it. Okay, I didn't do it. I wasn't a big King of Fighters, Fatal Fury fan. Uh, I'm not big on the SNK series. I do love it as a fighter. Um, I played Samurai Showdown. I was a lot, you know, bigger on Samurai Showdown, to be honest. Um, but just wasn't big into the Fatal Fury series. Um, King of Fighters. Wasn't big into any of those series. But Geese Howard, I do remember coming across Geese when I did play. I think Terry was always one of my favorite characters. And I would just get thrashed by Geese as Geese looked flaw. Geese moves were so fluid, flawless, just downright strong. So I got to say Geese Howard was my runner-up. Okay. Now, oh, my ear is. What the hell? That was a Nintendo bug. I'm telling you, Nintendo. Ah, they got me. No, nah, I'm joking with y'all. Anyways, so my next one is i don't know i don't know man this is tough one. i kind of feel bad man because this is y'all my, my list i don't know i don't know about my list man y'all might not agree but i agree i'm the you know what y'all got to i'm the final say so okay number four is m bison everybody knows bison i mean i could just simply move the chat a little bit let's move the chat over i don't want to screw things up but there goes bison let's cover my face and just show bison right now okay M. Bison, Street Fighter of Beast. How can you do this list without having M. Bison? I think anybody who would do this list without having M. Bison on it, it is disrespectful to the fighting game industry. It is disrespectful to anybody who has uh, played fighting games and have fought in bosses as well. We all know Street Fighter on a hard difficulty setting can be difficult no matter what the character. But M. Bison was one of those characters that not only... Was he strong? Not only was he fast, his moves felt a bit cheap. The psycho driver, man, he's jumping off your head. He could, you know, most characters cannot travel across the screen in such a short amount of time. I think with the exception of maybe Vega. But, you know, Dawson, the teleport is not really quick. It's very slow. So this gave Bison a huge advantage for players who are speedy players. Um, and you're fighting them on the hardest level. M. Bison was difficult for anybody. So for me, I got M. Bison number four solid. I don't think even you could debate that. Okay. Now, next one, number three, and this is just me. Okay. And I might, I might have to pull up because nobody might remember this. One. 
okay? And I ain't gonna say remember, but people might think, what the hell are you talking about, Nick, okay? And I feel like this character goes very uh, underrated and should get more respect as far as an end boss in fighting games. And I'm gonna pull him up right now. Yes, True Ogre. True Ogre, my number three. Yo, folks are sleeping on True Ogre, man. True Ogre was one of the characters that not only a ill move set that was a lot of the powerful combos of Hey Hachi and some of the other, you know, Mishima family greats, okay? But had the laser, had the straight laser, had the uh, above laser. The character model was so big that you sometimes wouldn't even tell if the character was doing a move that could hit you. Very confusing. True Ogre was very, very underestimated. A lot of people continued. As much as they don't want to admit how powerful True Ogre was, a lot of people continued and tried and tried and tried again. Tekken is one of those games where you can change the difficulty level. So, yes, you might have had it on easy. You beat True Ogre and you feel like, yeah, I'm the man. Okay. Put on hard difficulty. Okay. You got to put every fighting game on hard difficulty. If you're not playing your fighting games on hard difficulty, when you beat them, you're doing yourself an injustice because you're going to get online and they're going to thrash you. You're going to get thrashed. Okay, trust me. All right, so number two. Number two on my list goes to. Now, this is tough because the two I had to fight between were the same two that I already thought was the two toughest. And I want to see, can anybody, who, who, what are some of the ones that you guys think? Let me say that because I hear a lot of people. Let me go ahead before I just get into my one and two. Let me give you some of the ones. I just wrote down a bunch as I was thinking. I remember Thanos. Uh, or Thanos, I should say. I don't know why I said Thanos. Thanos from, um, I think it was Marvel Superheroes Clash of the Gems. That was ridiculous, man. I remember spending so much trying to beat him, and I finally beat him. I probably spent $5 at the arcade. That was when the arcades were very popular. I remember that. Um, I got Shang Tsung, which Shang Tsung was very um, cheap back then because the AI would pretty much just pick characters that were, uh, how could I say it? good against the character that you have and it was very good at that knowing what you're doing jumping changing at a certain time so Shang Tsung was pretty tough not gonna lie Goro once you figured out Goro was pretty simple um I got here <laughs> whoo I got some good ones man Hey Hachi and Jinpachi who remembers Hey Hachi and Jinpachi like they always from Tekken series have been beasts but to me true ogre or you could say devil some people say angel you know from the Tekken 2 series all those models right there are just beasts the laser that could shoot and tear through blocks you go in the air you have to be a master at moving and uh prediction if you want to beat them so uh, another one I have here is Akuma. A lot of people saying, Nick, why don't you have Akuma on your list? I know I kind of feel bad for that because I talked about Street Fighter. But to me, when I think of Street Fighter and I think of bosses, I think of M. Bison first before I think of Akuma. I think of Akuma as a special character who later became a boss. When you started getting the, the evil Akuma and you got the, uh, what is it, the evil Hado, and then you start getting Ryu with the dark Hado and all that stuff. So that's when that came. I see M. Bison as being the true original boss, not Akuma. That's me. Okay, that's my feeling. So that's why I don't have Akuma in there. All right. Um, who else? I got so many. I'm not going to go through that. Okay, but my number two is none other than my man R. Dino said it, man. R. Dino, I'm going to go ahead and drop a bomb. I see Joe said it. Okay, everybody, y'all, drop a bomb for y'all, man. Y'all already know. 
Number two is my man in the list right here, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn is a beast. Yo, Shao Kahn is a beast, man. Shao Kahn is one of those characters that if Shao Kahn does what he wants to do, he would beat you every time. He is one of those characters that you can predict Shao Kahn's moves and you got a character to know certain things, but to a certain extent. Because if he does that one move that's not good for your character, you're done. Okay, some people say, I can't wait for Shao Kahn to do the knee. Because when he does the knee, you can block it, you can do your combo. But what happens when you don't expect the knee and you get hit by it? You get hit with a crazy combo that takes off like half your health. He throws an axe that hits you that probably takes off 20%. 25% Leo. Shao Kahn is a beast. He is such a beast. He is one of the first characters that I know of that introduced the laughing at you during the match. He would literally do a combo on you, laugh, and let you get a hit because he was that damn powerful. So number two on my list goes to none other but my man Shao Kahn. I don't even think it's a debate. Anybody who's debating it, I want you to play Mortal Kombat 3. I want you to go against Shao Kahn on any difficulty level. I don't give a damn if it's very easy. Play Shao Kahn on very easy. Okay, you're going to see Shao Kahn is nothing to play with on any difficulty level. All right, so number one, my number one goes to none other. And I think a lot of people don't understand this character. I, I think I got to pull up a picture. A lot of people, this is me. Okay, and I'm going to explain why this character is number one. Anybody got an idea about this character and why they'd be number one? I, I got to pull up the original picture. Okay, I got to pull up the original because I think, there we go. That's one of the original pictures. It is none other but Idol. Yes, Idol from the Killer Instinct series. And I wanted to pull up images like this. I think this is a SNES image. This is not the arcade. The arcade looked beautiful. Okay, this is another probably SNES image. Uh, I don't see many here that look like, you know, from the original arcade version of Killer Instinct. But the artwork was similar to that. Okay, it was similar to that, but Idol. I will explain why Idol is number one for me. Multiple reasons. One, Idol is one of the very few characters at an end game that does one combo that can literally take off 50% of your health. That is no joke. You can get hit with a combo from Idol that can take off, if not 50%, close. Which means if you get hit with two of those, you're pretty much dead. Okay? Similar to Mike Tyson. You remember Mike Tyson's punch out? Mike Tyson, he just hit you with one uppercut. Boo! You were done. Similar to that. Okay? That was one thing. Two, Idol just has a healing ability that is unfair. I mean, if Idol does the combo, so let's say you do this. Let's say you get Idol with a couple combos, you get his health down. Idol hits you with one combo, takes off 40% of your health, but as you're floating in the air, Idol is healing. So, and he'll continue to heal until you come stop him. So if you don't come and stop him, he will heal until his health is full. That's another reason why it's one of the, the cheapest bosses in the game. Okay? And not only that, third reason. Idol has projectiles. Yo, how do you have a character with projectiles... Combos that take off almost 50% of your health, 
and healing to fill your health bar all the way to the top. Hands down the toughest boss in any fighting game I have ever played. Ask multiple people who have played Idol, who have played it, especially in the arcade, will tell you how tough Idol was. Now, the thing about the healing ability that gave you the advantage, why Idol was doing it, you could get a hit off. So that's at least the one good thing. You can get a hit off. So while he's doing a heal, you can get a jump kick. Now, if you're smart, what you would do is you can either do a jump kick and a combo, but there's a combo breaker. So you're not getting 20, 30 hit combos on Idol. That's not happening. Idol's combo breaking everything. Okay, everything. So when that happens, you know what you got to do? You got to do short combos. You got to do five hit combos, eight hit combos. And you got to do the most powerful ones. So then you're doing shorter combos. So what I start doing is while Idol heals, you can jump kick and jump kick Idol again. So you can get two jump kicks and you can go right back to standard. And what you were trying to do is get Idol to make a mistake for you to do a quick, probably five hit combo. And sometimes Idol will combo break your five hit. Serious beef. So Idol, number one. So my top five goes from top, I mean, from bottom to top. It goes number five, Dural, okay, from Virtual Fighter with runner-up Geese Howard. All right. Number four, M. Bison from Street Fighter. Number three, True Ogre from Tekken 3. Number two, Shao Kahn, Mortal Kombat. Number one, Idol, Killer Instinct. Let's go. All the fighting games. And that's just my personal list. Okay, I think most people will probably agree, though, because I am. All right. And last but not least, before I start taking calls, yes, Valorant is coming to mobile. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing. Let me, hold on. First of all, let me get an image change here because I need an image change. I got to get something that look a little better than that. Oh, there we go. Look at Valorant. Oh, hold up. Wow, that's nice. That's a nice image, man. I get these images coming, okay? But Valorant is coming to mobile. I don't know how good or, you know, bad that is for all of you guys, but Val uh, Valorant hit 14 million players, which is huge. That's a lot of players, guys tons of players i give them props that is a huge you know what i'm not even gonna drop a bomb for them what i go ahead and do i gave him two jumps i gave him two jumps let's step up um what i will say is that 14 million players is a solid base they're growing shout out my man mackie mac okay mackie mac i might have to send this to you let you know I, i'm definitely shouting you out my man got twitch my man streams valorant he's growing okay i'm trying to help my man grow as well as this is going uh anytime he streams i think i host him so he's on my page if you're on my page and you're watching you can see mackie mac okay my man plays valorant he's a beast dog i'm not even gonna lie usually you know i'm the first person to shoot a god god which means nobody's better but I'm going to give Mackie Mac his props on Valorant. I'm not touching him. Yo, my man is a beast. Shout out Mackie Mac. But it's coming to mobile. Okay, and I'm just going to read this here. You know what? Let's go to Polygon for the report, please. As a special surprise for Valorant's one-year anniversary, Riot announced Wednesday that a new version of its tactical first-person shooter is coming to mobile platforms. While the announcement doesn't include many details about the game, Polygon had the chance to sit down with Valorant executive producer Anna Donlin to talk a little more about the project. 
According to Donlin, the move to mobile started with a checklist of questions about what was core to Valorant and whether or not it could be accomplished on phones. If any of the items on the checklist couldn't be done, then Riot wouldn't continue the project. The most important things for the team, according to Donlin, was ensuring that there weren't, they weren't delivering a compromised version of Valorant for mobile players. The idea is for the game to not just be a port of Valorant's PC version to phones, but a unique to mobile experience. All right. They also said we didn't start out uh, with we're making Valorant on mobile. We started out with can we make Valorant on mobile with a lot of skepticism. For us, whatever you get out of playing on PC, you should get out of playing Valorant on mobile as well. I, I You know what? That's deep. That was kind of deep right there. And I hope they do follow through with that. Shout out to Valorant. Uh, excellent uh, first person shooter. I'm all about first person shooters. You're not better than Call of Duty, but you're a great game. Uh, and I would say, Mackie Mac, you might need to come over to Call of Duty, man. You might need to come with me on my team. I might need to show you how, how men put hair on their chest. Okay, because, you know, it, it's cool. It's cool. Valorant's a nice shooter and all. You know, you might grow you might grow a hair or two. You might grow a Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson got three hairs in his hair. You might grow that. But when you come over to Call of Duty, the hairs just bubble out your chest. You know why? It's like taking a shot of Hennessy straight. Okay? Uh, a shot of vodka straight. It just it put the hair on your chest. That's what Call of Duty does. So you need to come on over to Call of Duty. I'll holler at you, my dude. Okay. So anyways, now that we got that out the way. Okay. I think I got everything. We we, we got it. I don't think I need to cover anything else. Valorant on mobile. Um, you know, I want to get to calls. Hold up. I don't got Skype up. You know, I'm slipping on my Pippin. That's what we say. And I don't know, you know, you know, I'm slipping on my Pippin me, but I'm slipping on my Pippin. Okay, my Pippin. But I'm getting Skype pulled up real quick. Let me go ahead and get my headset. Because I do want to talk to you guys, man. I like talking to you guys. That's always the best part of the day. Just getting a couple chats with you guys. Now it says I've been signed out. Of course I've been signed out. I mean, why would I be signed in? You know, uh, let's sign Nick out. And I don't even know my password. So, let's see if I can get this, guys. Let's see. Oh, I nailed it the first try. Oh. Let's see. If I can get this, Nick Moses 05 Gaming Podcast, can you hear me okay? No, who is this? Oh my goodness, I already know who it is from the jump. It is the man who starts all the problems, all the drama, <laughs> the man with all the smoke. It is Dead Specimen himself. How are you doing today, sir? I'm pretty good. A couple days ago, I got a nice message from... Uh, Little someone who's doing some work on uh, a little guy who's doing some work on my Switch is just sent me a picture of his Five Guys Cajun fries with a side of an SX score he just received. Mmm. Woo. Now, I wanted to go ahead and say that was nice. I took a sip of the drink. It was spicy. So I apologize. But man, that is nice. And I will say, your Switch has been away like we're going on months now. I do agree. We're going on over a year, actually. Oh, my gosh, man. We're going to, you know what? I'm going to give you one of the game over sounds. Now, that sound, you know, it, it's a sad sound, but I, I have to give it because over a year is a sad time. But I can say you're getting closer. And with the next X Core, okay, you got the activation server still up. So you're going to be good, sir. Are well, you actually, I'm not even getting the SX Core. He just wanted to wait for the SX Core to come in because he wanted to. Wait, because the SX Core was coming with NAND chips, and he wanted to put the NAND chip in my system, so I had to wait for that. Ah, okay. Well, well man, congratulations to that brother for nailing some. Um, you know, I, I got, I think, 
probably one or two sitting around that I, I do plan on using. Uh, but they're just sitting here. I'm not going to say, you know, and many people have asked me, hey, man, why don't you sell your chip? I could probably sell it right now for $100 to $150. I bought them when they originally came out. I could make a nice hefty profit. I don't know. Death specimen. So I'm going to ask you right now with those chips, if you were me and you were sitting on two SX cores and one SX Lite, would you sell all the chips or would you hold for gold? Um, I probably have for if anybody wants a modded console. If no one, <clears throat> if no one around me wants any, then yeah, probably. Mm. Cause you know what I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about just, you know, I don't want to say I'm selling them cause you know, me saying I'm selling them sounds like I got a bunch of chips, but I bought some chips that I no longer want to use. And then since we're on, you know, the record here, I don't want to buy the chips because there's so much controversy going on with team executor and I'm totally not for that drama. So all I want to do is get the chips off my hands. So I don't fear for the police coming after me cause you but know, aren't you paid off by team executor. <laughs> I don't have any idea what Team Executor is. I do have them in my Discord, <laughs> but they're only there for uh, educational purposes. You know, you just say the most dumbest stuff. In court, it never pans out. You wind up owing two point one million. Okay, that's the way it goes. So, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just go right into that. You let's, know let's what? do it. Let's do it. Here, 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 here's where my controversy comes up. They deserved it. Death specimen. Let me go ahead. I got to give you some of these sounds. Man, I, uh, damn, I keep giving. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. That was like the boner sound. That was terrible. I that. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Now, why why do you believe this ROM site deserve it? Now, before you go on, we do know these ROM sites have ads going, which, you know, people go to these games and these ads do pay. But they have fees. They got server fees. They got things they have to pay. So let me ask you, Death Spencer, why do you think this ROM site got what they were asking for? As far as I'm aware, this is not retro preservation. As far as I'm aware, they had games up till at least the Wii U, if not the 3DS and Switch. Uh, and I think they took direct donations. It wasn't even just that. Ads... From a legal perspective, I don't even think ads are one thing, but from a moral perspective, okay, fine. You want to get just enough money to pay for your stuff, then yeah, you're going to take ads. But they had a donation page up as far as I'm aware. They were just taking straight up money from people. Mm. Someone could have dropped them a fat grand, and they would have had a bunch of money to pocket. Mm. So, that's best for now. You're one, you're younger, okay? I'm older. So, I, you know, we have two different mindsets. I want to know from you. What do you think goes on behind the scenes of these people who own these websites, who ask for things like donations or things? Let me let's start with how much do you think an average cost is to host a website at home or, you know, anywhere just so people get an idea? Well, I never use that website, but no one uh, using um, <clears throat> other websites. Um, <laughs> generally, they're just link lists and they host the files they put them on my google drive or whatever and other than a lot of time i don't think it probably as long as they have a somewhat good internet connection they could probably just self-host the website domains aren't too terribly expensive so as long as they can get the domain for fairly cheap 
then they could self-host a server that just pushes a bunch of links. And then, you know, even if they've got some seriously heavy traffic, I don't think that if you're, if you're not sending gigabytes worth of files over your network, that it's going to kill your internet. So I would assume that you can have that and then still be able to do normal internet stuff. Mm, mm, okay. Man, you touched on something perfect right there, man. And I will say, um, oh, man, God, Death Specimen, you're killing it, man. I, I, you know, I want to say, I'm going to be honest. I think that Nintendo is asking for this certain amount and coming at the people for specific reasons. It was a point where Nintendo wasn't, they've always been hungry. But these ROM websites have been up. For, I mean, like, what, a decade? You remember? I mean, I was in school and these websites were up. So why is it now? Why now? That's what I would like to ask you. They've got the full force of the FBI behind them, probably. Mm. Mm. Um, I, also, I also think that we're... The 3DS was a lost cause to begin with. I think the 3DS was when... Nintendo, here's the best way to look at it. GameCube and beforehand, it was a pretty big niche, I think. I think it's fair to say that it was enough of a niche to where it wasn't a problem for Nintendo. The Wii, Nintendo was fucking, what's what's the the, the duck that swims in gold coins? You know, it's Scrooge. I think it's Scrooge (laughs) McDuck. They were Scrooge McDuckin' when the Wii was out. They really probably couldn't care if their Wii games are getting pirated, because you know what? They had made ass loads of money off that console. Wii yeah. U came around. What was there to pirate? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would tell you now, I was one of those that um, I didn't buy a Wii U system originally coming out. I bought a Wii U system used at a pawn shop. Okay. So I was one of the guys that bought it after people gave up. And I started using it, and I was impressed. But I will be honest, it, it it had nothing of innovation to the points of the Wii. The Wii made people who were 70 years old stand up and play a game. The Wii U made those same people not want to play the game. So, you know, yep. I, I'm with you on that. The Wii U was just, you know, but now you're right. Maybe they're not making as much money as so. Let's now we're diving right into the point. So let's go ahead and get to it. Let's well, talk actually, about let's talk about the Switch Pro. I want to hit you with the Switch Pro. Well, hey, yo, can I can I can I finish some up? Go okay. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So okay, so there's the Wii, right? You know, Nintendo kind of was gave up on that halfway. Um, the 3DS, I think, was their first real look at the threat. Gateway came out like a year after the damn console came out. And I think they kind of were freaking out because they hadn't had to deal with this yet. And their response was just trying to block the piracy. And, you know, okay, fine, you have the ROM, but you can't play it. And then Citra came out, but we won't talk about that. Um, When it came to the actual system, I think they just kind of were like, okay, but we can block it. And then they realized, like, oh, there's too many exploits out, now we can't block it. So the switch happens, and they're like, okay, we've tightened security so much. Everything is great. There should be no way with goddammit NVIDIA. (laughs) <laughs> and so they're like, okay, I guess we have to train ourselves in the legal world now, and now we're here. All right, anyway, Switch Pro. Mm. So, Switch Pro. A lot of people, man, have been talking about, you know, with all the rumors coming out, 
people are thinking that Nintendo's overhyping a system that might not actually be that much. Do you think the Switch, and we're giving it Switch Pro. We don't know what it's going to be named. Hell, it might be named the Super Double Mario XX Core. Okay? We don't know. All right. We don't know. It might, they might, hell, they might like Team Executed so much, they might call it the Gary Bowser. We don't know. Oh, my God. Okay? But we do know some of these rumors are starting to pan out to seem true. Do you think this hardware will be outdated from day one, first, and second, will it matter? Well, first, as far as we're officially concerned, this thing doesn't exist, so I don't know what people are getting their panties in a bunch about. <laughs> They're getting them in a bunch. They're getting them in a bunch. Trust me. I see it all over. They're, they're mad. But I don't think people realize that with the Switch right now, we're already able to do amazing things with it, and we're getting to borderline at this point. Any update to the, to the hardware, it, th there you go. You've got a system that can probably last until the 10th generation of consoles that even becomes a thing. It's... Mm. I, unless they're... Unless they've been working on this since 2018, and they're using 2018 hardware because the Switch came out, and then they were immediately like, okay, this thing's outdated. We need to update it, like, now. Um, I, I don't see why this would be outdated to a point in which it basically should have never came out. Okay. I agree with you. And a lot of that's the features... it does come out because as far as we're concerned, it doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, and that's the thing. So now that we're on that death specimen, E3 coming around the corner. Do you think Nintendo will announce anything about this system in E3? I'm going to put it on if you. They do, if they don't, it doesn't exist. Mm. So, are we hearing it from you now? If they don't mention the system, then it doesn't exist. Now, let me, okay. So, I'm a, I like that. I'm going to go, since you're the master of conspiracy theory. If it doesn't exist, who do you think is putting out the rumors? literally anybody that's every rumor ever <laughs> i thought i thought this thing was kind of stupid from day one now we got stuff coming out saying it might be substantial and while that might be true why why have we in past weeks well maybe not now past weeks but when the, the first like ones that were coming out they were like okay no like we actually have definitive proof like it's happening uh unlike the oh it's probably happening from earlier like it's happening nintendo won't say anything I, as far as I'm aware, Doug Bowser, not Gary Bowser, within the past month of those coming out, has said, no, we're not doing this. I know Nintendo's known for doing that, but that's kind of a slap in the face to investors who might have, you know, if they had said, like, we're considering it or it's, possible, it's probably in development or whatever, that could have been a good up for an investor or a good, you know, I don't know how the investors would have taken that, but that would have given investors vital information. And the fact that they're having, they, they're not getting any um, communication from Nintendo on whether or not this thing exists, kind of a slap in the face to them. And so I just, that's why I question it. I mean, is it happening realistically? Probably, but something in me is like, People are going to be super disappointed if this doesn't happen, which always is a, is a probability because they have made very clear that this isn't happening. And we knew about the NX, the NX for like, what, a year before it came out? We did. Why are they waiting until, you know, 
we, we didn't even know what it is as the NX as far as I'm aware. We just knew it was like a new console was coming out. Nintendo said like, yeah, we're doing something. Why can't they just say we're doing something? And then at E3, they can go, oh, hey, it's so this new, you know, NX2 or whatever. And then they're like, here's the Switch Pro. It's coming out tomorrow. Okay. Now, Dead Specimen, you're right on point with what I asked. So let's say, I'm, I'm going to just go with you. So let's say it's not real, right? Let's say Nintendo doesn't have a system they're working on. All these rumors start coming about. And now the rumors, you we're seeing them. They're getting everything you start talking about. The new Switch Pro has it. Oh, well, my kickstand sucks. A new kickstand. Oh, I'm going to worry about latency. Ethernet port. Oh, I'm going to have, you know, everything you mentioned is going to fix. Do you think if E3 rolls around and they do not announce anything about a system that it will be a failure for Nintendo regardless of what they do? Well... I can't answer that because I'm not a developer, and I think that they're the only people who can answer that. The Switch right now, as a console, it's fine. I mean, it, 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 from an end user point, it's fine. The question is, are there certain games not coming out for it that should be because they can't? I would say that that's bullshit because Doom Eternal came out, and it's fantastic. There should be no reason that developers can't do that as well. Pan, you know, People need to license stuff out the panic button more because they make perfect ports, I think, quite frankly. And so, I mean, the Switch has a specific use case. People who want 4K and that kind of shit, it's like, get an Xbox Series X, get a PC. Don't, it's, it, the Switch isn't for that. Now, um, and, and you said it best right there. I think a lot of people do think the Nintendo Switch is for that because they put Nintendo's name alongside of Xbox and Sony every time I've been because saying this for yeah. years. Yeah. The Switch is a side console. You get an Xbox Series X, you get a PS5, you get a PC, and then you get a Switch. Mm, Have it as your side console. You get you bring your computer to your hotel room, you know, you, you hook it up and you play your Doom Eternal, and then when you go out to your meeting and you're waiting in the waiting room, pull out your Switch to play Doom Eternal. Mm, nice and that's the way i feel i i really i play my switch in those same settings uh just to give you an idea my daughter the switch light man i can pull it out and i could be like hey you know i got an xbox in the other room but i don't even need to go grab it because i got the switch light right there so now we can both be playing fortnite and i'm right there beside her it's nice to have a portable you know i don't have to have split screen <laughs> I just got something right there where I could play with her. It does have these little instances like you're traveling and things like that. I will say for me, you're right. It's in a nice place. I think the system is already, you know, what more can you add? I'm with you. What more can you add to this system to make me say, I have to get a Switch Pro? The only thing that I think should be changed are just the flaws. Fix the kickstand. Make the system not bend. Make the screen not scratch whenever you put it in the dock. Get rid of those stupid plastic Joy-Con latches, or at least make them interchangeable so that you don't have to send it in when you drop your Switch, ever. Um, I'm just trying to think of other... I don't even yeah. touch my Switch in forever. I don't even remember what all the issues people yeah. were having were, but there's a laundry list of issues that should just be fixed. It shouldn't even require a revision. Just fix the damn problems and then there. It's a perfect console, effectively. Yeah, the screen's not the highest quality. Yeah, I mean, 
it it doesn't look the prettiest, but who the hell cares? It's a tablet. <laughs> Your 4K 120 hertz isn't going to be that sexy on a tablet. And you know, quite you know, if they want to make it like a 4K or whatever, make a upgraded dock or something with a coprocessor in it to do that. I don't know why they would need to upgrade the tablet. Mm. Now. Quick, we're going to run through a couple others. Among Us Chicken Nugget, $100,000. Do you agree? Worth it or not? Stupid. I don't even know anything on it. I saw a video, that, and I was like, I'm not watching this. This is already stupid to begin with. I don't care. Oh, gosh. I love I love people. This is why I love people, because things like this could sell for 100000 and it makes me love people. I, and I'm one for the, I'm with the shit all the time. I just love the drama. So when it's something stupid like this, I'm all over it. Like, oh, $100,000 chicken nugget, great purchase. Can I see it? You know, and they go look at it. And I go, oh, it's so beautiful. And I walk away and I go, oh my gosh, he was so stupid. You know, it's one of those. Like, I, I just got to see it. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Injustice, Pride Promo. They said you have to whoop Poison Ivy's ass the most times you can and you unlock everything. Do you think that was, you know, an on-purpose decision where somebody said, hell, I don't give a damn? Or do you think it was just, you know, people were, you know, none of them are bisexual, lesbian, gay. They do not understand. Uh, I think they just picked two hot characters, honestly. <laughs> it almost seems like, they're like, hey, let's get Poison Ivy, you know, Harley Quinn. Let's slap them together. Yay! You know what I mean? So, you know... I, now all the dudes have boners and the lesbian <laughs> women are wet. <laughs> Yo, it is so true. I didn't even think about it like that. You are so right. All the kids, all the... It makes everybody and now wet. we get money. Oh, gosh. A wet money dream. I agree with you there. That was perfect. <clears throat> uh, so, last but not least, artist sues Capcom for the Resident Evil 4 imagery. Do you think, based on the imagery, I don't know if you've seen it, but this artist has some pretty detailed work based on a glass breaking, which we know, you know, has so much detail, and the image. Do you think this artist is going to win this lawsuit? That's a default no. Whenever you have person versus company, company wins because they have more money. Welcome to America. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I can see this. Actually, actually, you know, I'm not even going to be that kind of asshole. Welcome to the world. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's, it's pretty much going to be, you know, hey, you know, we can either take this another year or you can settle out of court for 200000 <laughs> And they'll go, okay, I'll take 200000 You know, uh, $12 million turns into 200000 So, no, I agree with you there. And last but not I mean, least. If, if, you just, if you just give the dude 200000 you put that in the bank, and then you, like, continue living your normal life, eventually that 200000 is going to set you for life, so I would just take yeah. the damn money. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'll just take 200000 and be gone. And last but not least, top five fighting game bosses. And you might not have a top five, but let's go. Who, who's the top one? Who's the hardest dude you had to fight on any fighting game? Um... Oh my god, I don't play fighting games. So we'll do Chaos from Skylanders, because that was something I played like five years ago. No, six years ago. Jesus Christ, it's been so many years since I played that game, but that's the only game I can think of. Yo, you took it back. That's a sleeper, okay? And I do I do remember that, okay? And I had him on the list. I also had the guy from Darkstalkers, uh, the little fire dude. I had, uh, I just got a bunch of random characters, man, that I've played and I've fought, and they're just hard. Oh, oh uh, uh, the 
the plankton bot from Mr. Krabs overdose on ketamine. Oh, I have not fought him. Drop a bomb for you. That was an exclusive. I have not fought him. Oh, man. So, Mr. Plankton bot. I give you that. Okay? I give you that one. That was exclusive right there. Want me to, want me to, want me, want me to spoil how the boss fight goes? Yeah, go ahead. Spoil it. Who gives to you? do a coin toss. Oh, my gosh. If you win the coin toss, then he explodes. If you lose the coin toss, the game closes. Best part, the speedrunning community agrees that as soon as you do the coin toss, no matter what you get on the coin toss, whatever happens, that's how you end your time. That's how you have, like, two-minute speedruns because people can actually bear it. It's like it's like, oh, it's like you get yeah. like a thirty it's like you, it's like you get a thirty second time, but then you get the uh, you fail the coin flip and your run doesn't count, and you just end up crying. <laughs> Terrible, my man, dead specimen. As always, it's a pleasure, man. You know, I have these video game debate T-shirts. I know you love debating games, man. I'm trying to have you know everybody who comes on the show one of these T-shirts. I'm making a bunch of them. Okay, I want to be able to send these t-shirts out. I just got to roll everything out right. So just give me time. But dead specimen, any last How much words? How <laughs> What did you say? How much jurgen? <laughs> hey, 100% jurgen. They're made out of 100% jurgen. Okay, strictly lotion. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm made it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> strictly lotion, though. It's strictly just. I thought, I thought, I thought you said 100% jurgen. I'm like, why are we grinding up jurgens to make sure it's. Oh, gosh, man. I just love messing with you. I don't know. I That's just, what you get for turning George on blue. Okay, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh, my man, Dead Specimen. As always, I'm going to holler at you, my dude. See ya. Oh, my gosh. This, <laughs> this is what I get. This is what I get here, man. This is what I get. Okay, so let me see who else we have. Nick Moses 05 Podcast. Who do I have calling in? I'll let your boy. Oh, 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 my man, becoming a dog. What's going on, my dog? Not much, man. Not much at all. Man, that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm I'm over here sipping this drink that's got me sweating. Okay, like crazy. It's too it's too spicy. You know, I usually do extra spicy, but this is too spicy. So I'm going to try to go through everything with you because I love to hear your takes. And we're going to start with that chicken nugget, that $100,000 chicken nugget, that one that if you got one of those chicken nuggets, you can put a down payment on the house. What do you think about this $100,000 chicken nugget that sold on eBay? Hell, for that much money, that thing going to last forever. I'm going to laminate that thing. I'm going to... Uh... What some people that do to animals, the uh, <laughs> and the past and all that shit, they go, they gonna put that thing on fire forever. That thing ain't gonna be touched. You ain't gonna look, you ain't gonna look at that thing. They gonna take pictures of that shit to show people. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That thing needs to. You know what? They're going to be showing that chicken nugget to my great, great, great grandkids. And they're going to be like, Nicholas Morris bought a $100,000 chicken nugget, and it was the only Among Us chicken nugget ever created. You know, they better say something. Because $100,000 for that chicken nugget. And oh, and don't let you be starving. Oh, my God. If the zombie outbreak happened and you ain't got no food and you got a $100,000 chicken nugget around? Oh, my God. Whew, that's something else. But anyways, you're right. I agree with you on that. I can't, you know, they they crazy. I, I think we, you know, 
Can't say nothing else about that. So now, <laughs> let me go ahead and go to Injustice. All right, the Injustice community is, is outraged right now because they had, in the middle of Pride Month, a promo to celebrate Pride Month, but in order to celebrate it, you had to whoop the shit out of Poison Ivy a bunch of times. Do you think Injustice was being... You know, the developers were being insensitive, or do you think they just don't know anything? What's going on with Pride Month? What Pride are they celebrating? <laughs> uh, uh, domestic Abuse Pride Month, or what? Shit, I mean, you know, I, I mean, what were we talking about one time? Uh, beating of women and shit on the last podcast, or we the was. one before that? We I was. Mean, you know, I mean, what, what Pride are they talking about? I mean, hell, I mean... I ain't trying to get unpolitically correct and shit, but hell, they got a month for everything. They need to just put the calendar back the way it was, and hell, you won't offend <laughs> nobody. Shit. People getting stupid about stupid shit I've ever heard of. But if they're going to have Pride Month, they might as well uh, put the uh, Lamar from Star Trek out there and let them beat the shit out of him for reading Rainbow, and then Rainbow can fall out his ass or something. I mean, they get some of the stupid shit out there and want to uh, be offended by any old thing. Hell, put that hundred thousand dollar chicken nugget from Among Us out there, and let rainbows fall out of it. It's ass and stuff. I mean, it's some of the stupid stuff. I mean, they could have picked some better shit than beating the shit out of Poison Ivy after the last podcast or one before that we just discussed domestic abuse. <laughs> on shit, these he people ain't learned nothing. You ain't lying. We we literally just discussed violence against women in video games, and a pride promo comes out. And the first thing they say is you gotta beat this chick over five. And I heard the goal was five hundred thousand times. So and they reached. I seen they reached at least one hundred and seventy-five thousand. So that means she didn't get whooped one hundred and seventy-five thousand times. And we know it. We know it. That's a hundred percent. We know. Anything else we don't know. But all in the name of Pride Month. Woof, I agree you got with you. Dumbass country boy like me that knows better. Come on now. Now we're going to go to the artists that sues Capcom for their imagery, okay? And they're suing for $12 million. And they said that the number four logo for Resident Evil 4 is using their artwork. And because that artwork has been used for so long, they want $2,500 to $25,000 for each time that photo was used. Do you think these people deserve this twelve million, or do you think it don't matter if they do or not? They gonna get what they get. They ain't gonna get shit because you know what? They just now pulling the cat out the bag right now. Mm. How long Resident Evil Four been going on, and they ain't pulled that shit out the bag yet? Nah, mm. you can't wait. You can't wait to the uh. The pie's all already cooked and all that shit. I mean, I don't know what type of little saying I could put in there that even sounds right. I mean, the thing is, you can't wait till the work's done to get paid. You got to get your ass out there and do some work. Nah, I hear you on that. They definitely, uh, I mean, Resident Evil 4 has been out for years. I mean, has it been a decade? It feels like a decade. Like, it's been a long time Resident Evil 4 has been out. And this is just coming about. I'm right. It does seem a little fishy. I will. I did see her artwork. And I looked at her artwork and compared it to the other imagery. And yes, I can go with you. 
But yeah, that might be something a judge will look at. Hey, why are you bringing the case forward now? You know, why Why didn't you bring it forward then? This game has been out for this long. You know, you had this imagery, you know, why didn't you bring it forward? So no, I think you got a valid point on that. I, I don't know why they didn't bring it forward. You know, it's kind of like when you hear all the allegations and next thing you know, 50 people come out and you're like, well, hell, why didn't they come out, you know, 30 years ago? But Well, I'm going to sue Valheim just because I had the idea about Vikings Doing the Fortnite type of shit or the survival shit. I mean, come on, really? <laughs> oh, you are so true, Nick. Wait till the shit gets big and make money, and then you want a piece of the pie. Ugh. It ain't happening. Now, Switch Pro, we got people complaining. Now, I don't know if these Nintendo lovers, okay, but I'm reading, I'm watching, and people are saying this Switch Pro, for all these rumors that's coming out, everything they talk about is going to drop in. People are saying that. Despite all these rumors, this system will still be outdated the moment it is released. Do you think that's true? And do you think it even matters? It's true, and it don't matter because people are suckers for what they want. Shit, if they, listen, if they pull this shit like they did that 3DS, only compatible 3DS, I'm going to be pissed. But you know what? If they say Breath of the Wild Part 2 is only compatible with this, if Metroid 4 is only compatible with this, you know what? I want to play them damn games. I'm going to get the new Super Nintendo Pro, Switch <laughs> Pro thing, or whatever the hell they going to call it. Hell, we got so many damn names out there. They supposed to call it. They oh, could call do. it. To me, I would, I would call it the NX. The yeah. Nintendo Next thing, whatever no. the next combo. But we know it's going to be outdated because, hell, they done put the specs out there of a Mariko chip again. Mm -hmm. But this time, hey, I don't think we're going to be able to hack it this easy because even though it was whatever the reason it was for the first one, I can't remember off the top of my head the, the uh, system on the chip type thing, there was something yeah. there. They done fixed that shit this time around. You know, yeah. we know for a fact they're going to make sure they have it. But... We know it's outdated. We're not going to give a shit because they're going to be exclusive on that thing. They go do that new Nintendo 3DS like they did with Xenoblade Chronicles and shit. And that's the only way you're going to be able to play that game. And people go buy it because they want to do that shit right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm with you on that one, man. And, and also, Nintendo, they went in lawsuits. They got the ROM website. They just sued for another 2.1. I mean, million. They just, I mean, do you think these ROM well, websites, well, that, how you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, the wrong website, and I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was just, the guy was trying to appeal, and he thought he was going to be badass without a lawyer, and, you know, he just screwed himself over twice on that. Wow. I mean, that was the deal. He was just trying to do that thing over, because I read that thing over, and, man, he he wasn't going to win. Nintendo <laughs> got, like, lawyers. It, that's like me in this small town. If I get a lawyer here, old big boy friend with everybody, you know, I'm not going to win it. I get one from the other side of Texas, Dallas, and coming to a small town. He don't know nobody. He has a lot more knowledge and shit because he doesn't dealt with it left and right. He going to probably win the shit for me. That's how Nintendo is. You can't face them by your own. No. And you ain't got enough money to face them. They'll tie your ass up in lawsuits forever and ever. Yeah, and it seems like he was trying. His argument was stating that, hey, I don't host any of the files. Kind of what that specimen was saying. Like, hey, they have links to the files. But... I mean, at this point, Nintendo has these like 60 page documents that they be just lining up, firing your ass up with all different types of allegations. And I, you're right. If you're one guy 
and your defense is, hey, I don't host the files, and they got a 60-page document, I'm with you on that. It ain't much he can do, man. He was going to be gone. He can't. You got to have a lawyer. You got to have a lawyer. Even if, he, even if he didn't host them, here's the deal. If you sitting there watching a man get robbed and you ain't even trying to help him, you just as bad as the people robbing him. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. And you, you know what? And we know it. We know it as pirates. We know it as pirates. Arg, arg, you know. Yeah, and you're right. We know it. And that's one thing I always say. Like, as you know, I, I always like to say it, being that I'm on record, you know, I got to be proper. So I always say, you know, I did my fair share of stuff in the day. Okay, now I'm clean. I'm clean as a whistle. I don't do nothing. But my dogs, my dogs out there, they know it's the same thing. Okay, they, they ain't doing nothing right now. They did things back in the day. Okay, and you're right. Pirates is one of the things where games get released. And hey, I spent a lot of hard-earned money on my systems. I spent a lot of hard-earned money on my game. What's to say I can't test my game? You know, hey, I want to test my game. I remember you saying, hey, I'm tired of spending $60 on trash. You know what I mean? And I, I felt you on that. You said $60 on trash. That's a lot of money, man. When you got, you know, Microsoft uh, got an Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. $60 can get you three months of unlimited damn games and all types of stuff. And you spent $60 on one game to be trash. So I do think there should be a trial period. I think every game should be allowed to be played for at least a certain point. So you can know what you're buying. And there we go. So no, I feel you on that. You preach. Now, also, since we both, you know, we end up, we getting older, man. I'm 38, man. I'm getting old. You know what I mean? I'm looking sexy, though. But I'm still old. And the Super Mario Brothers movie we know back in 93 was released. Now, 93 was a time where, you know, drugs was banging, man. Crack was big back in the 90s, too. I mean, it was in the 80s, but crack was just, woo! Okay? We knew who was smoking the crack on that movie. They, oh, yeah, they was definitely smoking the crack. And not only they were smoking the crack, they got 20 more minutes of crack unedited footage. Do you think this movie is worth going back to watch for the additional 20 minutes, or do you think People should stay away. Stay away, man. Let them just remake it. I mean, we got we got all kind of technology, man. I mean, the nostalgia of it back then was left for back then. I mean, don't really don't relive the days for that one. I mean, it was what it was, and it was a shame to society. Is it? I mean, that was one of them things like letting M Night Shyamalan do uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, I mean. It was one of them things that it was a trial and error, and it was more of the error. No, I'm with you, man. That was bad. I remember watching that as a kid. Now, and you know, back then, we had a lot of different cartoons that were made specifically for us. So while you got the Super Mario Brothers movie out, we did have shows like Captain and the Game Master. Okay, so we so we were able to see shows give us what we want in these video games. And then they released movies that was this crap. And I'm with you. Now, the sad part about it is I'm kind of curious what this 20 minutes is, but I don't want to relive that horrible movie. So I'm with you. I think we need to go ahead and leave it in the dust, man. Just let them remake it. They're going to remake it. We know they are. Okay, and just let them remake the movie. So, man, great take on that. So... Top five fighting game bosses. Now, some people, you know, not big fighting game people. I see my man Death Specimen like, hey, I'm not big on fighting games. For you, 
what is a fighting game boss that you would say like, yo, when I came to this boss, I was like, this is a boss. Ah, shit. There was a, there was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fighting game. Man, that, I, uh, I can't remember like if it was like the shredder or the brain or whatever that, that boss, I can't remember to be honest. It's been so long. That boss was pretty tough. And then there was a fighting game. It was the weirdest fighting game I ever played. It's like a mecha type fighting game. And there was a boss on there that's pretty tough. But I have to agree with you in Bison. That bastard, he was like, he did that spinning type shit on you, man. And (laughs) man, when he did that, that tornado pile driver, whatever you want to call it thing, it wasn't a pile driver. But when he spun your way, that was it, man. I mean, he he would take you down no matter what. It was something about that spin that, that got you, man. Nah, I'm with you, man. It was something about M. Bison and that move. He does the move. You block it. He goes through you, but he's on the other side of you. So it's like by the time you even try to turn around, he can hit a car. It was just, you right. M. Bison's one of those, man. And I do remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because uh, they had a couple fighting games. I remember on Super Nintendo, they had tournament fighters. Um... And that was a classic. And I do remember, I think one of the bosses on that was, uh, oh, gosh, was it Shredder? I think it was. It was like a Super Shredder. Okay, that was like a Super Shredder. I remember being tough on that. But you're right. So many fighting games, man. It's so many different ones. But one that everybody seems to remember is M. Bison. Now, I could say Akuma. You know, I was going to go Akuma because Akuma is a beast. He was a little bit easier, though, to me, because it was like he had kind of moves like uh, Ryu and Ken. He was kind of like in that that uh, cloth there. But uh, I was thinking of another fighting game, Killer Instinct, man. Mm. And uh, Primal Rage, those bosses weren't no Mm. uh, cup of tea neither. So, you know. Mm. Shout out to Primal Rage. So a lot of people do not know about Primal Rage. If you don't, they need to go back and do their history. The only, I want to say, the only dinosaur fighting game ever released. I don't know if I can say that for sure. King of, I remember there was a King of Monsters on Neo Geo, but they had certain other characters. This one was strictly dinosaurs. And not only was it just dinosaurs, they had nice move sets. They had fatalities. Yeah. They had, it was this a fun game. Uh, this was no bite, kick, punch, this type thing. You know, <laughs> nick that stuff. It was real deal. And for Dead Specimen and Joe, don't let them be joking around about that robot thing. Want no Power Rangers robot <laughs> Megazord fighters? Nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, he said it was. <laughs> it definitely wasn't that Power Rangers type of stuff. Okay, now last. But not least, I wanted to ask you specifically, okay, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up here, okay. No, I can't. I took it away, but I don't care. Anyway, Valorant, okay, coming to mobile. Now, mainly the reason I want to talk to you about is because we got a lot of these games that come out coming to mobile devices. Do you think mobile gaming in the next five years will be more common than console gaming or do you think console gaming will still hold i'm gonna say 50 50 because here's the deal mobile gaming is going to be entryway for a lot of kids and stuff like that because parents they're just knowing a two-year-old uh 
tablet or an old cell phone, you get them to shut up. Well, they're going to start playing games on tablets and crap like that. They're going to go to a console because parents ain't going to want to build them a PC right now. Mm-hmm. And then once they get old enough, you know, I'm going to say, you know, about the end of high school, college age, they're going to say, oh, man, I got a friend or two. They got a game PC. Look at this. Look at what it can do, man. And blah, blah, blah. And they go get interested in building PC. And then it's about that time, you know, the 20s that the average builder really gets into it. You know what I'm saying? That can That's have the, 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 the equity, the, the cash flow and stuff like that, they, that they can build a decent rig, you know, with a sure. good GPU in it and can build from that. So I think it's going to be steady both ways because it's going to be the entry level. So it's got to build itself up. No, I agree. I, you know, Every single year, it seems like mobile gaming is becoming more and more popular. All the games that my daughter loves to play, she can play on mobile devices. She loves to play Fortnite. She loves to play Roblox. And it's one other game I'm forgetting. I know I'm forgetting one other game. But nonetheless, she plays it all. Minecraft. There we go. All on mobile devices. And being that they're on mobile devices... It's a lot of times where she's home. The console is right in front of her, but she is still playing on that mobile device. So I agree with you. I think it will be kind of a 50-50. I don't even think mobile gaming will be preferred. I think you were right. You'll have your people who want the super technical, high-powered systems, and then you got the people who just want to have fun. I think it's just going to fall to that. Now, my man, becoming undone. Any last words he got to say before you're out, my dog? My people, like, subscribe to Nick Moe, share his stuff left and right, get the podcast, bring the money in, the lunch money, the welfare checks, the food stamps, and all your ties to Nick Moe. My man, be coming undone. I'm going to holler at you as always, my dude. Man, it's always love, man, having becoming undone on, man. It's always so. I don't know. I got anything else? Because, see, I missed a call earlier. Okay, I did miss a call. You know, I'll be missing calls. Okay, man, my fault. I got calls on. I'll be having them talk. If they got to go, you know. Call. Oh, I see Joe. Joe said he'd been trying to call. The call keeps dropping. Joe, my fault. I don't know, man. This system is going one day. It's out to the next. Now, Joe, I'm going to be speaking with you, Joe, because me and you, we're going to have to do some Skype business. Okay, because I'm getting ready for the, you see this, Joe, you're one getting the shirt. Okay, I got shirts that I'm going to be sending out to everybody. I want everybody part of the show to have one of these shirts. Okay, video game debates. I'm making them. So this ain't nothing I'm even getting made. I'm sitting right here, slapping a damn press down. Okay, making these shirts myself and sending them out. I'm going to have them from sale. I got the Patreon going up. I got the video game debates uh, Patreon stuff set up. Um, I got all these game keys to release. I got tons of stuff. But nonetheless, I ain't going to hold you up. I'm already at my two hours. I think I did. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Am I at my two hours? Yo, I'm at my two hours. This is wonderful. Yo, it's your boy, Nick Moses 05. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Shout out to my auntie. This is this is amazing, auntie. Thank you. Cedar Creek. Cedar Creek. 21. Where does it say 21? 21 plus. Okay. It's for grown folks. Holla at you, MoFam. 